0: So welcome to the 10th episode of the Wags and Fresh podcast. I'm Justin Wagner. He's Dr. John Fresh. So today's uh, word is focus. And uh, there's been a lot of back and forth with John and I on some some topics and some uh, some exciting things developing on that. So I wanted to jump right into that. Um, and I wanted to kind of let you start off with some of the things that have uh, sort of been around that word for you this week?
1: Uh, I, I had a lot of cool stuff with it. So first, you know, once you obviously put your focus on something and give it your attention, it's going to produce a result. So as I was even working through the word, and we could get into the details of, of where I applied it, um, you know, I got hooked on this focus as being a light that, you know, People wonder, do they need to generate it or I need more focus? And one of the conclusions I came to was that we have plenty of it. It's just diverted. It's not like we aren't doing something with our day. Because even if we're sitting around, we're focused on TV. So it's not necessarily this thing that we need to cultivate. It's this thing that we need to focus more like a laser beam so that we don't have 30 of them in our lives. You know, maybe we have 10 or 5 or 3. Um, so that was really cool. And then one other thing, and you could jump off of whatever one excites you is then I was looking at when things get in the way that are avoidable and things that get in the way that are unavoidable. So as far as things that are avoidable, I thought of them as a shadow. So the further you get them away from the light and the sooner you get them away from the destination, the less they impact the light. So that's sort of an avoidable obstacle. The unavoidable obstacles, I started getting into reflection, refraction, deflection, um, and all these things that happen with light, how they bend around things that are unmovable. And, you know, one of the really cool things I found with that is how the light coming in that bounces off something is called the incident ray. And I just think it's really interesting that the word is actually incident um when describing that ray and it was actually the incidents that that uh do different things with our focus and i'm just giving you the palette of paint to see which one excites you sure and well do go just this, this, is, this is this is a good one okay good sometimes you know we're so busy putting our focus on something instead of looking where our focus already is because sometimes it's not about what we put our focus on, but it's understanding where our focus is and feeding it more because our focus is actually teaching us something about ourselves that we may not know of who we really are, who we really are truly created to be. So fire wherever you, wherever you like.
0: Yeah. I think the second topic, quite honestly, probably would be, uh, uh, you know, probably a whole hour in itself. That sounds, uh, sounds like we'd have to break that down in a multiple different ways. And, uh, and I think that the other two, they're sort of interconnected, for at least for my the way I'm thinking about it. The first one, for me, really goes back to what we've talked about before. You know, we, we, we have this self-awareness that we, we've talked about in the past um, that leads you to sort of the ensuring that you're prioritizing the right things. And to, to your point, whether we're conscious of it or not, whether it's we're doing the things that are um, connected to our focus or what we want our priorities to be, we're focused on something, whether it's sitting there watching television, or you know doing things and activities that are connected to our priorities. Uh, the focus is there, one way or the other. And so, the, the, the interesting part to this and what you know, I'd really like to you know dive into more specific things um, that that happened this week for you. But th- I think from from the standpoint of some of the conversations we've had in the past, um, to I guess to exploit and maximize the priorities in your life focus needs to be something that you're conscious of on a regular basis so that way um there's nothing wrong with with doing those things that are maybe uh not always connected to your priorities i mean you you have you know maybe some downtime here or there but uh but it goes back to everyone has time to do whatever they want to do and it's uh, where you put your focus that ultimately um maximizes those opportunities for you. So that's what I kind of connected to in the, f- the first part there.
1: And uh, I think a lot of people also try to, because of this overbooking of schedules and this ability to try to create time, multitasking has become popular and it's really been a detriment to focus because you never get anything done as well as quickly or are able to get to levels of new creation with diverting your focus, you know, when it comes to one specific topic, unless you trip over it, which obviously can happen. And even with multitasking, I think there needs to be an aspect of focus on priority so that it doesn't just become about a way to gain time. It still needs to be productive.
0: Well, I think that the multitasking also is and it, it is confused um, by people and what that means and how that's executed, because um, whether it be done, right. Well, exactly. I mean, there, when you, when you create a list of things to do, let's just say it's for today, you can do multiple things kind of consecutively. Um, but, mul- but when you're doing the individual task, you need to be focused on the individual task. You can't be focused on the individual task and then two or three other things. Uh, so you might multitask and say, okay, I'm going to take a break from this and then go to this other task and then come back to that. And that could be defined as multitasking. I also know people who have that same list of things to do, and they create an organized way that they're going to do it in a specific order. And they're not considered multitasking because they're not doing multiple things consecutively. But ultimately, this list still gets done. They just do it in a specific order. because That's
1: interesting. That's stop and start. Right. aspect of it i never really considered as, as multi but it actually is better because you can let those other areas slip into the unconscious and get powered up and come back to them even better
0: yeah. and i think that the 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 confusing part about or the almost like multitasking seem is seen as a positive uh as an attribute it's the um it's it's uh it's viewed as being something as a, a positive attribute but the reality is, is that there is a limitation on what What people, certain people can do as it relates to multitasking, um, and how sometimes being a good multitasker can mean that you have no focus on anything um, properly because you're trying to do too many things at once. And then a lot of times I find that those people seem to be overwhelmed by all the things that they're trying to do um, instead of trying to figure out a way that could either. Um, streamline that for them or in some cases just eliminate some of the things that they have are trying to do because they're not really, again, connected to the things uh, that they've defined as priorities. So, uh, But it, it all still connects to at the end of the day to maximize whatever it is you want. You have to be focused in that moment and be present in that moment to accomplish that goal, um, which is ultimately what really um, kind of led us, I think, to be one of the words. Uh, the words for this week is because, to you know, just wanted to talk at least briefly. I don't obviously don't need to go into the details of what you uh, this the accomplishment because you are still working on it. But uh, the completion of your first draft of your book was a, a huge accomplishment, and and obviously required a, a level of focus. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of dive into that a little bit as it relates to focus.
1: Yeah, I guess so. The best way to talk about it is to talk about the experience because usually that's a lot more even possibly exciting than the content because, you know, as human beings, I think that's the one connection we have beyond the content and our interests. There's still, you know, who we are and what we can understand about each other and how we can help each other in those ways is really, you know, what we can do best to help each other be who, whatever avenue we want to apply our human our human abilities too so yeah for for me it was you know there's those things you have and i don't even know if a book was as strong as this like uh you know like you talked about the guitar last week i you know i mm-hmm. wish i played guitar i wish i did karate or i wish i didn't quit piano or right whatever people have during their life i don't know if the book was on that level um So I guess that's an interesting point for, you know, you don't have to really regret something to have the energy to do something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it wasn't, I didn't have to beat myself up about it. It was just something that sort of made sense to me. And it was questions I noticed that I was answering every day for people. And in, you know, my attempt to be efficient with time and I wouldn't say multitask, but I always am looking for a way to combine my passions so that. Um, winning multiple moments at once. So if that is taking information I use each day, the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, a book, a video, and I can combine them all together as I work out those concepts, they become deeper and better than when they started. So the more environments I can put myself around the conversations that I'm trying to have to help people, the better I'm able to help people. So it started with just writing all this stuff down in a book, and then uh, the pages starting to grow. And there was an energy that started to get created to where, you know, I was getting to bed later than I usually do. I was popping up earlier just to get started on things, but I would find myself eight, 10, 12 hours later, still back at the computer, um, working on this book. And I I would say it really would make sense to me to use an analogy that the book was just a seed when it started. I mean, I knew a tree was inside, but the, the process, you know, is just so enjoyable to see something that, you know, is happening through you and is a part of you, but you know, it's, it's becoming something alongside of you too, you know, and, and not only am I changing it, but it's changing me. And it's just a really great process.
0: So did you find that you uh, at some point needed to, to make the time in your schedule for it? Or did you just uh, I'm maybe a little bit of hybrid about a, what I'm about to ask the second portion? Or did you or did you just find inspirational moments and said, OK, I'm going to to write um, because I'm inspired to write? Uh, or was there a little bit of combination of the two things there?
1: I, I'll tell you a couple of keystone moments. So first it was. Shining, you know, one ray of light on it, and then I started taking other rays of light from other things. You know, if you consider light time, and I would just put more and more focus on it. And the more and more momentum it built up, the more and more time I spent on it. And then there became a moment where I was kind of becoming, um burdened with it you know Mm -hmm. i need to do this i need to read through this again i don't feel like reading one more page right but i would just have this conversation where i was like one more paragraph one more page just to this section and what was really cool is i was documenting it i was documenting the days i was documenting how far i did little thoughts i had about the project so it kind of became a diary of it so it wasn't just exciting about the book it was starting to get excited about the diary of the project and i remember one moment I was um, walking uh, my dog, Zoe, and I thought to myself, you know, about this burden. And I thought to myself, wait a second, if this feels like I don't want to do it anymore, this is the closest I've ever gotten to writing a book. And that re-inspired me.
0: Right, yeah. You you were at uh, you were sort of at that point where you were trying to. You're kind of like when we jumped in the ocean. Your brain was like, "Well, I don't have to do this. I really shouldn't do this." Coming up with all the excuses on why you don't need to do this, and when the reality was, you were you were way closer to accomplishing something than you ever were before. So why not just get it over the finish line, right? So well, I
1: used it as a strength. Right. I, I used I, I use. Wait a second. This feeling, you know, is is. Is happening at a time when I'm closer to accomplishing something that I wanted to accomplish before and never even made it this far. Why would you, you know, ever stop now or let any thought get in the way or let anything get you, you have your focus diverted at all at this moment? And, you know, and then there are other moments that that continue to do that, like, you know, printing it out. I mean, that's no different than doing it on the computer. Right. But there, that was just another moment
0: of holding it. Yeah, that has given it a whole nother level. Yeah, I, I, I was unfortunately unable to to uh, I would have loved to a- spoken at that moment because the picture you sent me I, I i've i've seen that smile on your face before but uh but that's that was probably a, even though after to your point beers right yeah <laughs> well not just that but even <laughs> even after 30 waves you know we, yeah, we yeah, the yeah. same thing so it's it's been uh it was great to see that picture because i know what that uh that joy is um I, unfortunately we just didn't have the the ability to, to communicate at that time but uh i'm sure that uh that you're, there's still a little bit of that joy that's still there every time you look at it. So, um, and, and I guess we're part of I had some of the opposite examples of focus this week, um, where a lot of my stress related um, issues related to work were because people on my team were unable to to be focused on the things that were important, and ultimately it was creating issues. Um, not just for for them, but for myself for their for their team um, and and it was a and, and unfortunately, it was related to a uh, some compensation for people and the level of work i mean I spent almost two days probably one and a half solid days of my week cleaning up messes that people on my team created because they were unwilling or not able to be as focused as they need to be uh on that task and um and 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 that was very disappointing that i had to it was not something that i'm necessarily responsible in doing i'm there to verify but through that verification process i found all these problems and uh and when you're talking about properly compensating people within your organization you have to make sure that's correct uh, and I found problem after problem after problem, and it was a, and an the opposite example of of all the bad that can happen when uh, you know we could potentially undercompensate or overcompensate people in a way that uh, would be bad for the organization or bad for the the employee because the managers didn't do their job properly, were not focused properly, right? So they didn't they didn't make the time. So that was a, It was a very interesting word that uh, developed throughout the week. Uh, for me, I just got, I, I just happen to have the opposite uh, example, of, but but it it still stems from the same word, the same
1: uh, and the the same opportunity still exists
0: for sure. Because what it, what came from that, and what I ultimately had to you know sit down with the managers and review is how organizational how how they need to be organized in a way that allows for time to be prioritized for for a task as important as this, and and because their team is going to be motivated or not motivated if they don't do this correctly. And, uh, or if they do it correctly, they will be. So, uh, there's a level of organization. That's why I kind of was leading with that question about where, how you made time commitment for the, the book, because there is some level of commitment of time that you have to make for something that's as important as this. And then ultimately that, because that allows for you to stay in that window, whatever it is, an hour, two hours, whatever that requires and whatever task it is, to be focused in a way that you don't have to, you can block everything out. One of the things I constantly tell my, my team is make appointments in your calendar for yourself. And what I'm saying there is that in that one hour, two hour, three hour window, you do not answer phones and you do not answer emails. You do the tasks that you're asking yourself to do and you don't get bothered by the rest of the stuff. And this is no different than you know, you making the time for, for writing the book, right? And, and what's interesting about today, in today's world, the ability to be focused is, is easier than ever, even though there's all these abilities, things that can distract us, right? You just pick up your device and you'll be distracted by a million things. And so people almost say to themselves, these devices are bad. When the reality is, is look at all the apps and tools that the phone and iPad comes with. And mm-hmm. all there's a million tools on there that can keep you organized and focused on the things that are important to you. I mean, everything that we do in this conversation and these uh, podcasts are all connected to apps, <laughs> notes on, on phones, notes on iPads. No, you, know, you and I don't print anything out we don't really write you you write a little bit in some notebooks but but for the most part most of our stuff is done digitally and we use the tool to gain time and to allow for us to have hyper focus on what we want to talk about and i think that's one of the things that when i thought about the word i think it's lost because it's so easy to just blame the technology for distractions which it easily can be but it also can be used for you
1: yeah, I've have a nice little streak going uh, where I've sort of, you know, some of the rate, you know, the light, I mean, analogy. I mean, I've taken light off Facebook, Instagram, Google, uh, because what happened was is on your phone, there's this uh, phone time you're doing. You know, how much time you're on the phone, what apps you're in, what you're doing. And I saw that the other day. Right. And it was just such an awesome thing to see. Cause it reshifted all that, but the greatest part is it all went into the book. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, you know, it was just, you know, just one thing on the phone and and I I don't even remember, I wish I could have known when I, I saw that and when the energy or focus like increased into the book, it may have been simultaneous. So maybe sometimes it's not just starting something maybe it's sometimes cutting something off and creating space and you know naturally you'll gravitate and put that focus into areas that are more important to you without you even having to to know it but without that space you're so clogged right that that you can't even there's no space for for creativity or anything else that you
0: need yeah, and, the, and the only last point that I, I wrote down that I think that because most of our discussion so far on the word focus has been things that are specific to us as individuals, you know, the experience with you writing the book and, uh, and then things that are applicable to, to work for me. But the other thing I wrote down this week was I also learned a little bit of a lesson um, or at least reminded of this is how important it is to be focused on others. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard. It's, I mean, it's, it's so easy to get wrapped up in just being focused on yourself uh, but there, there have been examples all week for me on how, you know, it's how important it is to be focused on your wife, how important it is to be focused on your kids, on the things that are important uh, to you. Um, and I, I know this is sort of rehashing some, some old topics, but that's, that's really where you're going to ultimately find the joy in your life because it, it that's all connected to. The things that you are should be or have already prioritized in your life, so why wouldn 't you spend more focus on uh, on that and and give yourself up in that way instead of um, you know what 's what 's good for me? How can I be only focused on my agenda uh, so making time and and the kind of the word that I got after that kind of came off the focus was listen because. The listening part was the part uh, that is really most important when you're focused on others, listening to them, listening to what they're saying, listening to what their needs are. Um, At least that was the lesson I got from it for myself.
1: And um, It's amazing how we're actually wired differently than we think. So we think taking care of ourselves is the best way to take care of ourselves, but it never brings the joy, the peace, the love, and the things you're truly looking for unless you're taking care of others it's just it's 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 hard to to grasp it's hard to grasp giving up your time it's hard to grasp the word sacrifice it's hard to grasp <laughs> all those words that sound uh, like you have a less of a life and it ends up leading to a much greater life when you serve and love and care for others and and that that focus on yourself you know also gets into that dangerous ground of pride yeah and you know that's what the one thing about you know paul in the bible was you know he was given a thorn in his side because he was given such great revelation to help people he was also given a thorn so that he would stay dependent you know on god and focusing on things that are what i would call a multiplier are things you know like serving others you know focusing on your faith or whatever your your anchors are when you focus on big things, they multiply in every other area of your life. So you don't have to focus and divert that beam uh, to every little thing in every little area and worry about if it's going to be moving forward for you. If you focus on a multiplier uh, like your wife or like your kids or, you know, or like God, mm-hmm. everything's going to change for you just by doing that.
0: So I would like to at some point, perhaps this week, um, jump on another. Podcast uh in midweek. I'm in. Uh, I'll be on the road, and, and we could uh, maybe dive into that. Uh, I'd like to think about that light concept a little bit and dive into that further because I think that that's probably a, a whole <laughs> twenty minutes right there just on that that uh, aspect of it. If uh, we can make that time this week, so. Um, but I appreciate you know being able to put this together. We've been back and forth for a couple days, and so um you know, is there anything else that you wanted to add as it relates to focus before we? Uh, go on our day?
1: Uh, I guess just the one little thought that I was really glad that we got on and did this this morning, because, you know, one thing about focus, when you speak to yourself, you want to believe that what you're saying is going to happen. And you you need that to happen for your focus. And if there's any kinks in your armor of where, you know, you lose some integrity, it's hard to keep focus. So it's, you know, keeping your word in the little things. Can really help you know your power and focus in the bigger things.
0: For sure, yeah. Along those lines, I want to go ahead and let everybody know that we've uh, we've officially opened our YouTube channel. Um, the Wags and Fresh podcast uh, YouTube channel is is open. We uh, we just uh, set it up. Uh, we are just in the process of uh, uploading some previous episodes and things like that. But uh, moving forward, we'll we'll start using that tool to uh use as a resource for people to find uh this these uh podcasts as well, so I uh, just wanted to add that into uh the conversation today um and for me, I appreciate um this this opportunity to talk this morning I'm headed uh out of the cold and into the warmth of Florida for the week, so I'll look forward to that I actually uh thinking about bringing bringing the board down and jumping in the ocean so um I just have to try to pack it up and get it down there so no no issues on that all right.
1: That's awesome. All right. Have a safe flight.
0: Hey, thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Be well. Right, see you. Take care.